0: Hello and welcome to Oh What a Time! Big news: the new series. Well, what we're calling it—calling it a new series—really a new year. We had a little break for Christmas, New Year, but Oh What a Time is back (laughs) next Monday. Calendars will be live on the main feed, but it's currently live now for the Oh What a Time full timers. So to celebrate that fact, here we're dropping in a little excerpt from the Gifts bonus episode that came out in December for Oh What A Time full-timers. If you want to get this episode in full, plus this series a week early in full and extended with a fourth part, you can become an Oh What A Time full-timer and subscribe to the show for 4 99 per month to sign up. And there's a range of options. Spotify, Apple, another slice. To get all those options, head to OWatertime.com. Oh, but here it comes, never before in the main feed. Has this been heard? A little excerpt from the episode we dropped in December. On gifts, what's the worst
1: gift or most misjudged gift you've given Tom? I don't know why I'm looking at you.
2: A little bit hurtful. Um, Well, you you can tell me if this is a nice gift. It was my wife and I's. First wedding anniversary yesterday, and I I made her a gift. Is that all right? Is that a nice no, thing for a wedding? Oh, people love Is that. Is that good? She seemed genuinely pleased, but in that way yeah. that... I think if someone's put the effort in to make something, even if you think it's rubbish, you've got to go, oh, that's really touching, whether you believe it or not.
1: No, no, no. What did you make her?
2: So I found... A cooked breakfast. A cooked breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. But a really big one. Portions were huge. In the shape of her face. Sausage <laughs> yeah, mouth. yeah, yeah. Uh, mushroom eyebrows.
1: And it was it was one of those ones, that if you finish it, you get it for free. Yes. You get like seaside towns.
2: She's got a name on a wall and a free T-shirt. It'll make the local
0: paper a picture of her coming for the empty plate.
1: Name on the wall of her own house. Because she finished Tom's mega anniversary breakfast.
2: Twelve rashes of bacon, six eggs. It was a sausage for every year we've been together. It was a, a decade of sausages. It's really quite. It's quite romantic. What's
1: wrong, babe? You haven't finished. You haven't even touched your your decade sausages.
2: <laughs> a decade. A decade of eggs.
0: <laughs> Ten tins of beans. A Have you ever seen the footage of the World Hot Dog Eating Championships? I'm disgusting. The guy who's really good at it is just really skinny. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and you know what he does? This is as many hot dogs as you can eat, I think in 60 seconds. And what he does is he'll just eat the sausage, but then dip the bun in some water and just like neck the slodge. (laughs) (laughs) Do that again and again. I genuinely assumed you were going to say that he would oil the
2: sausage so that it would go down. Like, you know, in the Winter Olympics where you see the the luge, is that what it's called? Yeah. That thing that goes down. Like, that's basically, I imagine if you could open your gullet enough, the sausage could go straight down without touching the side. Is that how Claire ate
0: her decade of sausages. <laughs> <laughs> and is it right they're all still connected like Punch and Judy? <laughs> That's the way to do it. 10 Finchipel artist. Basically, floss yourself
2: in one end.
1: <laughs> I watched a, a YouTube video of a bloke from Essex who's trying to convince the world that you don't need to chew your food. Have you seen him eating right. a curry? It's incredible.
2: I did not. <laughs> so how was he doing? Explain.
1: It's amazing. He's like, here we go, chicken curry, and it is chicken. And then, look, there you go. It's straight down. You don't need... I don't know why people think you need to chew. <laughs> it would make a, a meal with friends a really weird occasion. He's <laughs> done after 90 seconds.
0: But when you re- you start eating like a penguin, you know how they just throw it back with their heads in the air? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Absolutely. That's surely the technique. Penguins don't chew, do they? They haven't got teeth. They bite and no. the rip.
2: Oh. But, but they this, famously don't chew.
1: Yeah but, yeah, but this guy's from like Dagenham.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> so to, to, answer
2: question, to answer your question, to your question, I made, I took, I got a number of photos from our uh, tying together, uh, from funny moments, and then I did a drawing of each of them, made a made a little montage, a little, whatever, whatever oh, you call it, Tom. when you stick things together, and um, yeah, sort of pen line drawings. I'm not a great artist. I, I know what but, it's uh, called. Actually, isn't it called cheap?
0: Oh, Mate, I haven't made a, a present, handcrafted a present for a girl since year eight. <laughs> what is well, wrong with you? Go out, get down the high street. No wonder it's dying on its ass. Support the high street, Tom. <laughs> people thinking it's the internet. It's not, it's people like you crafting your own presents. <laughs> It's not Amazon. It's me. Well, that's what I do. So, to answer your question, I,
2: it depends where you stand on that. That could be either the nicest or the or the worst gift ever. Again, this anyone. is a
1: very, very, very broad generalisation, and I apologise to our subscribers. But in my experience, uh, women tend to love homemade presents. Um, I'm not as much of a fan. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, for my birthday... It feels words,
2: like a very niche area of chauvinism that you've yeah, stumbled into. Yeah, it is. It's exactly <laughs> what Women it is. Women love homemade <laughs> presents. <laughs> I wasn't even aware this is an area that you could be chauvinistic well, in. Lisa, for, my,
1: for my birthday a few years ago, yeah. painted me... <laughs> she got a canvas and painted all of my favourite meals. <laughs> uh,
2: Sorry, I just do interject. When you said painted me, I, I was imagining the Titanic there. Yes, I was thinking it's not that. No, that? No, 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 so you lying down on the couch, making
1: No, 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 no. Just pictures of my favourite meals. <laughs> and I must admit, I must have looked at it for about three, three to five seconds at most. And then, and then asked if she was making some sort of joke. Because why would I want to put up a painting of a spaghetti bolognese and a boiled egg?
2: Can we play a quick game? How many meals were on the on the, on the tapestry?
1: I think there were four.
2: On the tasty tapestry. <laughs> so it's obviously spag bol. Yeah. and it, one. I just... I, I'm, I'm imagining a curry of some description is on there. Probably your favourite curry. Too hard to draw. Oh, really? Okay. But that's not... If you can't... I'm sorry. If, you're a, if your idea is to do a painting of your husband's or fiancé's favourite meals and you can't draw one of them, <laughs> do something else, I think that's a fair point, isn't it? If you if you're unable to meet your own requirements, don't do it. <laughs> do something else. Sushi? Sushi? Surely she can draw sushi. I can't Maybe re- she can draw a circle. Please remember. tell me she can do sushi.
1: I can't remember. I need to the find it. The arrogance.
2: starting, I'm going to do a painting and then coming to your first dish and going, I can't do it. But I'm still. It was more, it. more
1: basically. I'm. I'm hard to buy for because. The books I read are often quite niche, but I'm always just happy with a book. But Izzy didn't feel that she could ask me what <coughs> niche interest I, w- I wanted to read about next, so she thought, right, I'm going to bloody improvise, and I'm going <laughs> to paint his favourite meals on a canvas. And um, I'm looking for the f- I'm looking for the photo now, but uh, I can't find yeah. it. But it, I am just <laughs> too cynical to go. Oh, I love it
2: <laughs> in a sitcom. It would be... She'd do such a good job that uh, she'd come down on the morning of your birthday to find you with a knife and fork about to tuck into the picture <laughs> of the spag <laughs> Okay, so before we get into this uh, exciting episode on the subject of gifts, um, should we do a little bit of correspondence? Oh, we yes, see please. what our wonderful Let's... listeners have sent to us? Um, Let's do it. Kevin McIntosh has emailed the show to say, one day time machine, I think, but maybe not. And then that emoji of the person looking you know arms up i don't really know what the answer is here um hi what if i fuck something up question mark question mark question mark that's a good way to start an email isn't it yeah (laughs) normally have more confidence i'm nice usually so the one day time machine scares me and here's why i'd love to go back and experience 40s to 50s america but what if, being the nice guy I tried to be, I give my seat up on the bus to Rosa Parks? Would that be positive? <laughs> would that positively or negatively affect the equality movement? Or what if I was enjoying a wee walk and I caught an apple falling from a tree and prevented the theory of gravity from being discovered? what if i went back and invited faraday for a pint we go out get pissed and then he forgets to utilize electricity do i disappear would i just (laughs) cease to exist as electricity was never utilized the way it was and my time machine never existed question mark question mark question mark no behave please no more talk of time machines please it's all far too stressful although nipping back to last friday for the euro millions numbers probably wouldn't hurt anyone Or would it? Yours respectfully, Kev, who may
0: overthink now and then. That's a really good point. If you could use the time machine for completely selfish purposes, going back a week, what would you do? Euro Millions is an obvious one, isn't it? Yeah, Or you're doing the um, Biff back to the future. You're putting a bit of sports betting on, you know.
1: Yeah. Also, the messing something up and altering the course of events the rest of humanity was a is a very common trope in like sci fi Wither us with time travel. And yes. then, in, you know there are films where there are then alternative parallel universes, for instance, where you have caught the apple and Isaac Newton hasn't noticed it and is like, Yeah, gravity, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Although I think if Rosa Parks on that one day had been given a seat, she probably wouldn't have thought, Oh, it's all fine then. I still I still I think that the <laughs> The context was (laughs) awful enough. (laughs) Yeah, but
1: I see his his point. It's the butterfly effect of doing one thing slightly differently in
0: 1905. I mean, the classic example is killing Hitler, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) we always come back to that. We always come back to that. Do you want to hear my theory on why we may not have time travellers now? Is that I think time travellers in future won't want to mess up the point at which for everything from the point at which we invent time travel so i think it will be possible in future to time travel back but at a fixed point in time because they won't allow people going beyond that in, for fear of messing things up do you think that's what so, so that's we, why we, we don't explain see time that travels. a little
2: bit further because just so, as i sort of my <laughs> th- stupid mind plods <laughs> through the mud
0: well, let, let me let, let me just give me a bit of clarity so so you're saying that there's a concern say yes we invented time travel today okay they would surely ban people going back beyond the point at which time travel had been invented okay
1: so it's invented on december the 1st 2023 yes, yes. so yeah. then in 100, 100 years time you're banned from going back further than december the 1st 2023 in case yes. you mess something up and yeah. they stop inventing but that
0: would probably mean on that 1st of December 2023, you're going to get an enormous amount of innovation because yeah. people will be coming back from all sorts.
1: Or, or it'll be more simple than that. People will
2: be like, God, station's busy today, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought more people were working from home these days. But the-, <laughs> the most likely consequence in terms of ruining everything, going back, is simply taking back a disease that people are unable to, to handle. Something which you think is a little cough. And then you step out in medieval Britain, yeah. but it turns to be this this out to be something which has changed and evolved over centuries, and now wipes out everyone. That's that's the main concern. Is you need to make sure that you get, go to the GP yeah. before you travel. Yeah, yeah have a yeah. once over. Bef- yeah, before you go
1: back to uh, I don't know, see the Magna Carta being signed. Do a yeah. do a COVID test.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do a lateral flow. Here's a thought that I had the other day. <laughs> Wouldn't someone in medieval Britain in, like, a thousand years ago – oh, no, well, yeah, about that – wouldn't their um, immune systems be hardier than ours? Because they're just basically eating shit and not brushing their teeth. Yeah, they're living so I in filth. This. Like super, okay. super
2: tough guys. Yeah, but isn't, isn't it that, that the diseases are evolving over time and becoming yes. – so I, I think we are now encountering diseases got far more – Oh, clever and you know, difficult yeah, there to, you are, know yeah indigenous
1: pop- populations have been killed off by colonialists in this way exactly
2: yeah so I would I would get yourself checked out Chris I don't arrogantly <laughs> go they'll be fine
1: I think though your average yeoman in 1100 yeah. certainly would have been able to eat something off a kebab shop floor and get away with it in a way that I probably
0: wouldn't be able to nowadays. That, that that yeoman would be saying, well, "How have you seasoned this?" And you just <laughs> dog poo walked into the shop. Delicious. <laughs> so, <laughs> can I just say one more thing about finding like? Please do. It's just you remember know when they were making Crossrail, they're digging that huge tunnel through London, and yeah. every every other day they were going, "We found a plague pit." Wow, this is yeah, sort from of like 1100, yeah. and they'd dig the whole thing up and like. And excavate all the bodies and go. Wow, we could learn a lot about these people. Is anyone else thinking? Aren't oh, you going to release a, a, one of the deadliest pathogens ever to have stalked humanity? <laughs> well, can't you just leave them alone? Yeah, I don't, I don't know enough about how it works, but I would if I I'm not. I would never go down to a plague pit and have a root around. But
2: I would say, Chris, they've probably brought in experts rather than, <laughs> <laughs> rather than just using sort of panicked. Suppositions about pathogens There's probably someone Someone who knows something Has become has got involved at a point To give a, a genuine also, answer on that Also
1: imagine telling In terms of respect for the dead Imagine yeah. telling some of the Some of the people who are buried there Oh don't worry about it You'll have a, a peaceful resting place for about 600 years And then uh, they'll make it quicker To get from Paddington to Farringdon yeah. <laughs> And then they'll just dig you up <laughs> So you'll be able to get to Battersea very quickly.
0: (laughs) All right, you horrible lot. Here's how you can stay in touch with the show. You can email us at hello at ohwhatatime.com and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at pod. Now, clear off. Okay, so on this week's episode, we're talking about gifts. I'll be telling you all about Tudor gift giving.
1: I'll be talking about a massive cannon,
2: And I'm going to be talking to you about the ultimate gift an American president has ever received. Um, Please refrain from making any Bill Clinton jokes at this point. Uh, Before we get to the gift, I'm going to talk you through some of the most unusual gifts that presidents have received in the past. Well, I can
1: think of one.
2: Take, hit me. What? What? What can you think of?
1: Do you remember there was a minor diplomatic furore because Gordon Brown had given Barack Obama some fantastic gift. It was a sort of yeah. Napoleonic table or something. I can't remember. And in return, Obama gave him a load of DVDs. <laughs>
0: All right, if you want that full episode, you can head to owatertime.com and become an Owattertime full-timer, where you'll get access to a whole range of benefits, including bonus episodes, extra parts in every episode, and, of course, the new series, if you like, of Water Time right now with our calendars episode, which is available. To subscribe, just head to owatertime.com. Otherwise, we'll see you next Monday for the big launch of the new series of Water Time. Until then... Bye.